Hello, welcome back to the Google Workspace Update podcast from Strawberry 7. My name is Adam. And my name is Adam. We're here every week to bring you the latest updates from Google Workspace. This podcast is available in audio format from your regular podcast provider and also in video format on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash strawberry7. Let's get to it. On with the show. Right, so uh, first up this week, we have a, an, an admin update. So there's now more ways to prevent data exfiltration on iOS devices. So in 2020, Google released several data exfiltration protections for iOS devices. Google has now announced the next set of enhancements for data exfiltration protections for iOS. Google is expanding the security controls to give admins more ways to protect sensitive company data on iOS devices. So admins can now turn the following actions on or off for Google Workspace data. There's uh, copying Google Workspace files and data to personal apps, sharing Google Workspace data to personal accounts via AirDrop and the iOS share sheet, airprinting Google Workspace files, saving Google Workspace items to files with the iOS share sheet, saving Google Workspace images or videos to iOS photos, assigning items from Google Workspace to contacts with the iOS share sheet. This is the next step in ensuring that Google continues to enhance data protections for Google Workspace data and how that information is stored, shared, and used across the iOS devices within your organization. So similar protections are already available for Android devices through work profiles. Wow, this is this is such a fantastic step forward for maintaining that data integrity. So for anybody kind, kind of a bit unfamiliar with this, I think Adam's done an excellent job there explaining what these protections will enable you. But it's basically just preventing your the work data or sensitive corporate data, education data, whichever your institution is, from going from that protected workspace, in this case Google Workspace or Google Area, across to any of your personal areas. And this is really, really helpful for preventing any kind of data breaches or anything happening that shouldn't be happening with that data. The important thing to remember here as well is this isn't always about malicious intent, right? This isn't always about a user maliciously trying to get data out and put it into their personal apps. Sometimes it happens accidentally. Um, You know, we've done it before. Before we started using Chrome profiles quite religiously within Strawberry 7 and having our data segmented for all of our schools and we were kind of using one browser and signing in and out, there were so many times when we'd almost accidentally put data in the wrong place or somewhere something like that because that's the reality of switching between these different profiles sometimes you don't always know exactly where you are wouldn't you I mean you've sort of experienced that haven't you Adam yes absolutely I also think it's really good because um, I expect it's a lot more common these days when um, when users are using personal devices to access work content just because it's a lot easier and it's a lot more practical um, yeah, it just makes it a lot easier for everybody to to continue about their their um their, their day really and whatever jobs that they need to do. So these things just helps uh, f- for everyone's own protection. Um, just so then they're not accidentally moving stuff around, especially if you accidentally copy and paste something from one area to another area or or something like that. So it's um yeah, it, it's really good to see these. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, I, I completely agree. You're absolutely right with the whole bring your own device thing and, and using a personal devices. It's so easy for the data to, to slip across into a personal, um, sort of either a personal account or a personal area without you even realizing sometimes. So um, brilliant controls here from um, Google to introduce these to iOS devices and things that will probably even be relevant for us as well. Um, if we qualify, of course, I'm not too sure whether we qualify on our tier, but we'll get to that in a bit. Um, why don't you tell us how we can, how people can enable that, Adam? Okay, so to get started with this for admins, these settings can also apply to any OU or organizational unit level throughout the organization to scale your policy settings to any iOS mobile device within your organization. These settings can be configured within the Google Admin Console under Devices, mobile and endpoints, iOS settings, and then data sharing. For the end users, there is no end user settings for this feature. Restricted actions will just not be shown, except for the save to files option. And within that case, a, a dialogue uh, a pop-up will notify the users that that action is restricted. I see. Right. Yep. That's so very little sort of user end user experience other than when something happens, it just comes up with like a kind of block message. Now, this is a bit of a giveaway as to who this is probably going to be available to because it's talking about the iOS settings being available in the mobile and endpoints. And I don't think you can add iOS devices in on anything other than kind of enterprise level um, products. And I think that's probably where we're going to get to with the availability of, of who this is available for. So, can you tell us who this is available for before we talk about the rollout? Okay, so this is going to be available to Google Workspace Enterprise Standard, Enterprise Plus, Enterprise for Education, and Cloud Identity Premium customers. So very much with it for um, enterprise customers. Yeah, that does make sense. A bit of a shame that it's only available at that enterprise level because it would be nice for Google to recognise that I mean, maybe it's only available at the enterprise level, like I say, because you, I think, I might be wrong in this, but I think you can only bring iOS devices in as mobiles, mobile and endpoint devices in at the enterprise level. So maybe that's why it's only available, because the feature of even having iOS devices in your admin console or visible in your admin console to manage is only available at the enterprise level. But it would be nice, if that wasn't the case, it would be nice for Google to acknowledge that smaller businesses and you know, yeah, those smaller businesses do need that sort of data integrity functionality as well. Maybe this will become a little bit more available to other levels as time goes on. It's a little bit of a shame that it's only available to those really high level um, sort of uh, enterprise additions. When's that going to be available then? Adam? So a rapid release and scheduled release started on December the 6th for this update. Great, so that's already available. Okay, very good update. Shame it's only available to um, Enterprise. We won't be able to use it, unfortunately. But um, maybe if Google's listening, they'll feel sorry for us and give us a free Enterprise uh, subscription for our business. <laughs> um, great, what's next then? Right, uh, up next, uh, we've got an update to do with Google Sheets. So you can now create drop-down chips in Google Sheets. So Google is adding drop-down chips in Google Sheets. This is the latest Smart Canvas feature highlighting the next evolution of collaboration for Google Workspace. 
Dropdown chips are a custom formatting feature that is already available in Google Docs, and they enable you to easily indicate statuses of various projects milestones out outlined within your sheet. So for example, if you've completed a certain action or something along those lines. So additionally, Google has modified the workflow for creating and managing all data validation rules, including dropdown chips and checkboxes. You can now view and edit all existing rules that have been created in a specific Sheets tab and create additional rules for a new sidebar view. This update improves the consistency of your overall Sheets experience and this, this now mirrors the workflow for creating conditional formatting protecting ranges, ranges and named ranges rules. Ah, okay, right. So again, another sort of addition that they're adding into this smart chips feature. Google really like this smart chips feature. They've done so many updates to it lately, and I can see why. It's a very, it's a very, very cool little feature that you can use to sort of tie in these different things together. And for this collaboration and this workflow of, like you said, being able to mark certain milestones in a sheet, it's just so handy it's another thing of getting people out of email right getting people out of constantly emailing people backwards and forwards say hey i've done that bit in this sheet hey i've completed this bit instead right within the sheet you can see okay i've gotten to this bit yes i've done this comment yeah i've done that so that's going to be very interesting to use i'm going to have a little play about with that in google sheets i didn't really know that there was drop down chips in google Docs. So that's interesting. I'm going to have a little. Um, may maybe I've used it without even realising it. But tell us how you can um, how you can use that, Adam. So uh, to get started with this, so for admins, uh, sorry, but th there's no admin controls for this feature. But <laughs> that that should not be a problem uh, for the end users. This feature will be on by default. So you can insert a drop down chip by selecting Insert Drop Drop Down, or by typing the the at symbol followed by Drop Down. Oh, that's pretty cool. So you can actually use the smart chip. So for anybody who's not familiar, maybe um, is hasn't used this feature before, the at symbol is sort of the... It's almost the initiator, isn't it? It's Ad? a bit like saying, hey, Siri, but for Google. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. All my Siri devices have just gone off now. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. It's it, You sort of do, if you want to do a smart chip or, or anything like that, you just type at in a document and then you've got these various options that you can do, these various things that you can do. So, for example, say you wanted to mention somebody in a document, you put the at symbol, don't you? And then you start typing in their name and they sort of come up from your directory listing in your business. Yeah, um, or um, a, a, another example, which we mentioned uh, a couple of episodes ago, you can now do at calendars and some of your calendar yep. uh, events would be available. So you can insert those into the, the various uh, Google Workspace um, things as well. Yeah, yeah, really clever, really, really clever integration. Um, okay, fantastic. So they can just do at drop down or they can do insert drop down. That's um, that's really, really handy. And when are we going to see this available? I think it's going to be available very soon, isn't it? So a rapid release for this started on December the 8th. A scheduled release is starting on December the 22nd. Uh, this is also this is going to be available to all Google Workspace customers as well as legacy G Suite basic and business customers. It's also... Uh, available to users with a personal Google account. Um, I actually tried to use this feature myself because I was just a little bit curious to see um, how it would actually look and, and function. But although the, uh, um, the the release started yesterday from the date of recording, 
it did not show up. Well, I did at yeah. drop down and, and it didn't appear for me just yet. So um, the, the rollout think... usually can take a couple of days. So yeah. um, maybe I'll try again in, in a few days time and hopefully it'll be there for me. Yeah, I, th- I think to be fair in our admin console, I think we're set to scheduled release to be fair. But I, th- ah. I think we can actually change that to rapid release and, and try that feature out um, because it would be interesting to, to try that. Um, wonderful. Okay, thank you, Adam. What have we got next? Right, uh, next up is we've got an update all to do with Google Slides. So you can now uh, collaborate with colleagues in Google Slides through a new follow feature. So Google is introducing a new follow feature that allows you to collaborate with a colleague in in real time on Google Slides. Building upon the existing features, you'll see what slide your colleague is on. You can now click on the collaborator's avatar uh, in the slides toolbar to jump to whatever slide they are on and continue to move with them as they navigate and make changes to a presentation. Oh, okay. So I wonder what I wonder how that's different to just working on the document together. I wonder how that maybe it's going to show you on the is it on the side panel that it's going to look different? It's going to kind of highlight where they are on the side panel. Maybe that's what they mean. I, I think this will literally follow you along. So as soon as you want to say that you want to follow. Um, whoever is on the same slide, you will then um, take your hands off your keyboard and mouse or whichever device you're on, and then um, the the other person, they will literally almost lead you through the slideshow, um, almost as if it's a, a, a practice of um, of actually presenting the slideshow. So I imagine this is particularly handy if uh, in preparation of a slideshow before a meeting or before it actually has to be presented to somebody. Right, okay, yeah, that's very interesting. Okay, oh, very interesting feature. Um, and how do, you, uh, how do you use this then? So for admins, uh, there's no admin controls for this feature, but for the end users, this feature will be on by default. Uh, to follow a collaborator, click on their avatar on the slides toolbar, which you'd see along the, the very top. You should see a little icon with, uh, if they have a display picture, then you should see that there. Oh, um, sort of in the hold... top right, isn't it? Is that the, yes. is that the yeah, little, yeah. little circle in the top right where it's like got their picture? Yeah, okay. Yes, uh, if you hover over a followed avatar, a following badge will appear here just to make it clear that you are following somebody uh, to stop following a collaborator click on their avatar again you will also stop following the collaborator if the collaborator the collaborator refreshes or leaves the presentation if you make any edits to the presentation if you click a different slide or you enter slideshow mode so almost if you actually do anything to <laughs> to change the presentation in any way then you'll stop um, you'll stop following them I see. Okay, so a bit like putting cruise control on your car. It's it's on, I was, and then if you I do... was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. If you do anything, it goes off. Okay, that makes sense. That's pretty easy to do as well. You just click their their avatar in the in the top right, and um, yeah, okay, that's that sounds like a pretty uh, easy to use feature. When are we going to see that available, and who's that going to be available to? Adam? So uh, rapid release and scheduled release for this uh, started on December the eighth. This is going to be available to all Google Workspace customers as well as legacy G Suite Basic and business customers. This will also be available to users with a personal Google account. Great, just available across the board. Then lovely, um, and I think we've got one more update. Is that right, Adam? Yes, that's right. So finally, this is an admin update. Well, we say update, it's half update, it's half of a notification. So Ah. new default settings for content managers to modify shared drives will be coming in (laughs) February 2023. 
So, I know, right? So, uh, in uh, 2018, Google launched the content manager role, making it easier to manage files in shared drives. Currently, content managers have the ability to edit, reorganize, and delete shared drive content, but they cannot share folders within shared drives. Admins will now see a new shared drive setting that can be enabled or disabled to give content managers the ability to share folders in shared drives. So in February 2023, so in a couple of months time, all content managers will have the ability to share folders by default. If you'd like this feature to remain off for end users, then you have the option to disable that setting now. So in enabling content managers to share folders is a highly requested feature that will help organizations better manage access to their data. So uh, in addition, Google will provide an update uh, in February 2023, so a lot closer to the time, with the, with the exact dates that all content managers will have the ability to share folders by default. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so an incentive for people to stay tuned to us at least until February 2023. <laughs> um, okay, well, this, this is very important then, um, because like you say, this is going to be on by default, but you do, any administrators listening, you do have the option to disable this setting now, as, as Adam's just said. So this is going to be very, very useful. I can imagine this being very useful. And we've had this request ourselves to kind of want to share folders that are already in a shared drive, but share a folder out specifically that's, that's within a shared drive. Maybe if you want to work on it with certain teammates. Now, I imagine, I'm, I'm not... 100% sure on this, maybe this will be explained a little bit later, or maybe we'll just have to wait until 2020, uh, February 2023 to see this. But what I'm wondering is if you can share a folder within the shared drive out to somebody who doesn't already have access to the shared drive. So you've got a situation where, let's say it's the marketing team, and it's the marketing drive, but within there, they've got a presentation that they want to share to somebody in operations temporarily. I wonder if they can share it out, share that folder within their marketing drive out to that person in operations, even though that person in operations doesn't have access to the overall marketing share drive. That will be interesting to see how they're going to handle that. Yeah, that's kind of how I envisioned it. I was trying to think of, of, of an example um, how this would be practical and helpful. And I was thinking of something very, very similar. So yep. traditionally, you'd, you'd have your, your shared drives just for your, your own team or your, um, your colleagues. And um, when they were set up by your admin, you probably want them to have access to, to everything within those um, shared drives. However, as you just said, maybe you need to collaborate with, with a third party for a particular a particular project or, or something so then you just want to share um, a couple of files or, or even just, just one file with them so I imagine this will hopefully become very helpful in situations like that. Yeah absolutely that's that's a very interesting um, interesting update I can imagine that is very highly highly requested. Um, okay and how so you've talked a little bit about the fact that admins can go in and turn that off if they want to um, tell us a little bit about how admins can turn that on or off. So uh, th this setting is currently on by default. To disable the setting for content managers to share folders, go to the sharing settings in the 
drive and dock section of the Google Admin Console, then scroll down to shared drive creation section, then change the allow content managers to share folders setting to off. So that setting will be on by default, but you do will have the option to turn that on off sorry <laughs> and um yeah. just a note on that so if that is enabled if you do leave it turned on then content man managers will be able to share folders starting in february 2023 so for the end users if this has been enabled by your admin then content managers can share folders starting february 2023 Great. Okay. No problem. So yeah, important uh, again, just to reiterate that to admins, very important that if you don't want your users to have access to this, then you can go in and take action from now to make sure that's turned off. But like Google says, they're going to put another update out probably around February, I should imagine, or end of January. And that will be covered in our podcast to remind you guys to go in and uh, turn that off if you don't want your users to have that, uh, that ability. Um, wonderful. And um, when can we look at that rolling out? I think the admin controls are available now, Adam. Is that right? Yes, that's right. So as we've mentioned just a couple of times. So the, the <laughs> admin controls, the rapid release and scheduled release uh, started on December the 8th. So that should be available now. However, the end user settings, the rapid release and scheduled release will be starting in February of 2023 so um, a little while off for those just yet um, so uh, for the availability for this one so this is not going to be available to Google Workspace business starter frontline legacy G Suite and basic customers this was also not available to users with a personal Google account but it will be available to everybody else yeah, that makes perfect sense because I don't think the shared drive feature is available to any of those um, tiers anyway. I think the shared drive feature starts at Google Workspace Business Standard, so that kind of makes sense because I, I don't think they'll even have the shared drive feature. So yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Adam. Thank you for um, for getting through all of that. There's some really, I think that's a very, very interesting update, that last one, and very important, but um, there's some very, very nice stuff in there. So thank you very much for that, Adam, as always. Um, well, that's it, everybody. That's everything that you need to know about latest happenings around Google Workspace. Remember that this podcast is available in audio format from your regular podcast provider and also in video format where you can see Adam and I's lovely faces <laughs> on our YouTube channel youtube.com forward slash strawberry seven thank you so much for joining us this week and we'll be back again next week with more updates goodbye bye, bye.